0: This is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundant Success Series, our primetime mastermind that promotes empowered, focused, decisive action, and inspired outcome. Tonight, our spotlight on entrepreneurship and internet marketing, also referred to as iMarketing, Web Marketing, Online Marketing, and Search Engine marketing, and it is the marketing of products or services over the Internet. The Internet has brought media to the global audience, and the interactive nature of Internet marketing in terms of providing instant response and eliciting response is a unique quality of medium. The Internet marketing is sometimes considered to have a broad scope because it not only refers to the Internet, email, and wireless media, but also includes management of digital customer data and electronic customer relationship management. Internet marketing ties closely with the creative and technical aspects of the internet including design, development, advertising, and sales. And marketing refers to the placement of media along many different stages of the customer engagement cycle. Search Engine Marketing, Search Engine Optimization, Banner Ads, and Specific Website, Email Marketing, and Web 2.0 Strategies. There's Affiliate Marketing and Cost Per Action, Contextual Advertising, and Revenue Sharing. There's Pay Per Click and uh, SEO, Paid Inclusion, Mobile Advertising. Wow, uh, you know, the the sky's the limit, and I wonder where we're going to be in the next 10 years. Well, anyway, I talked to somebody who has a handle on the Internet. In fact, he's been on the Internet for the past 10 years. Actually, he's been on the Internet over 10 years. He started in 1996. His name is Armin Morin. Yes, Armin Morin. You have uh, been familiar with Armin, whether you knew it or not, either by seeing the end results of one of his many products, one of his students' websites, or by simply seeing his name on thousands, hundreds of thousands of websites over the Internet, and alone his name appears on over 500,000 websites. Go do a Google search on Armin Morin, and you will find him on Google, Yahoo, uh, MSN, Bing. Uh, Look at the search results that come up. He's an internationally sought after speaker and trainer and an author, self-made multimillionaire, and best-selling recording artist. And he's one of the most well-known Internet marketers in the world today, having started, like I said, in 1996. His personal online businesses alone have Generated over 80 million in online revenue since then, and doesn't include the millions of dollars his students have produced from his teachings. To reach Armin Morin, go to his website, arminmorin.com, and he's going to talk to us about the Internet, the uh, frontier days, as well as where we're headed today. You're going to love this interview. Sabrina Marie, thank you so much for being a part of Building Abundant Success. I'm very honored to have you here.
1: Well, thank you very much for inviting me. I look forward to I think we're going to have a great interview today. Well, thank you.
0: I wanted to have you on because you're one of the well-known first uh, internet marketers to strike it big on the internet. And I know that you probably had to work a traditional job at one point in time. But tell the audience who you are, where you're from, and a little bit about that.
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, again, as many people, uh, may some people may or may not know, my name is Armand and You know, one of the things about me is I've been online since 1996, and uh, that was really in the early days of the internet. But prior to that, what I did was. I did two things, and number one was I sold vacuum cleaners for about five and a half years door to door, and that was one of the first entries that I had in fact, it was basically almost the only only entry I had into actually online uh, into direct sales, I should say uh, but then after that, I had this brilliant idea, and this is a kind of a strange segue, but uh, I had this brilliant idea that I was going to start my own long distance company, wow. Uh, I had an idea about it, and I went through a little bit of research to do it. And in uh, 1995, I actually went ahead, and with the process, I had two partners at the time, and I went ahead and I started my own long-distance company. And we competed literally direct head-to-head with AT&T, MCI, and Sprint. And in just 10 short months, as the first company I owned, uh, we went from zero to $1.8 million uh, in sales. And at that time, what we did is we ended up selling out to a company called American Nortel, And uh, that first experience was the first success that I had uh, in my life. Uh, And from that point on, what happened was I had really nothing to do with my time after we uh, did that short venture. Now, the one thing, the lesson I learned from that is this. Number one, never, ever, ever sell your company for stock. Wow. Always take the cash because I still own that stock to this very day. Uh, in fact, I just looked at it the other day, and it was—it's worth I think point zero zero two <laughs> dollars per share. <laughs> so uh, again, the lesson is again: don't don't take stock when you sell your company if you should ever do that sometime in the future. Uh, and that's what led me to the internet because at that time, remember, this was again 1996, and uh, the internet was fairly new, and just to kind of put it into perspective for everybody at that time. The browser. As we know it, whether you use Internet Explorer, Chrome, or Firefox, the browser at that time was only one year old. The browser was actually developed in 1995. Um, This was way before, obviously, Google. This was way before MySpace, YouTube, and all these social media companies that we know and use today. Uh, And Yahoo back then pretty much looked like Google the way Google does today, meaning there was very, very little on their home page. There was only a logo that said Yahoo. about five or six links and that was really about it so at that time really no one had heard of the internet and the fact is the reason i went to the internet as looking for something i was going to do next was because everyone in the world at that time said that the internet was going to be the next big thing bill gates said numerous times that if your business is not on the internet your business will soon be out of business Mm -hmm. and and i truly believe that held true for the most part uh, up until this time, but at that time it was re- there was no one else that you could follow. There was no courses, seminars, or books, or even ebooks at that time was really unheard of uh so at that point, it was just a matter of trial and error, and that's how I really started online It was just through trial and error finding out what worked and what didn't work and One of the things that caught my attention was this was this one website, and I'll never forget it. Because when I first got on the Internet, uh, unlike a lot of people, a lot of people were, have been introduced to the Internet as a means of social type of acceptance, meaning that uh, when they first got on, they, they got on and they had friends already on the Internet. Me, I had no one, meaning that I couldn't email anyone, no one I knew actually even had a computer in their home at that particular point. So I couldn't email anyone. I couldn't talk to anyone really about it. Uh, but I started searching around that first day, and I went on with the intention to create a business on the Internet. So that first few days, I went ahead and I did all the things that I wanted to know. Uh, I started searching for things, and I could barely figure out really even how to use the Internet because at that time, AOL was really big still, even at that point. And when you got on the AOL, you weren't really connected to the Internet. And then I went to CompuServe. And then when I was on CompuServe, CompuServe had all these bulletin boards, and, again, that wasn't really the Internet. It wasn't until one day, literally about two days into my of being on the Internet, that someone told me, well, what you need to do is you need to click that, that E, that big E, on your computer, and that's going to open up a browser, and that's going to connect you directly to the Internet. I said, well, what do you do? They said, well, you search for stuff. I said, you've got to be kidding. I said, no one's going to sit there and search for things all day long. <laughs> And so I went ahead and I opened it up and I started just searching on random subjects. So I I typed in the typical things, you know, is Elvis alive, are are UFOs real, and all these (laughs) other things. But I ran across one particular site and that site said this. It said, if you give me $25, I will give you a link on my website to your website. And because my website gets a lot of traffic you'll get a lot of traffic coming to your website. So I had this brilliant idea. I said, well, that sounds like something simple. That person's making money on the Internet. That sounds easy enough to do. I think I could do something similar. So I went online, and I I looked around for a way to make a website. I didn't have a way to make a webpage. So AOL, at that particular point, had a program called AOL Press. And AOL Press promised that within a couple hours, if you followed their directions... You would be able to create a web page, and sure enough, I believed them, took them at their word, and I followed their directions in a couple hours, and I actually had a web page up on the internet. Wow! And this, remember, this is my like my third day of actually being on the internet ever, and uh, my website said this: if you give me twenty five dollars. I will put a link to my website because I will be advertising my website, and because of the traffic that I'll be getting, you too will get a bunch of traffic to your website. <clears throat> and that's how I started. Now, here was my website address, and here's what makes this so interesting, is that my website address was something like this, com slash some funky word slash another crazy word slash something else, and then ultimately, there would be my website. Oh, my heavens. Now, this was what I was working with, and uh, I took—I didn't accept credit cards uh, at that particular point. I only accepted checks over the Internet on an unsecured server through a form that I figured out how to create with AOL Press. And uh, what a lot of people don't know is that, uh, I don't know if this is still true to this day, but back then it was, you could actually accept a check over the Internet. If you had a person's... Check routing number and various other information from that check. You could actually print a check on your side, take it to the bank, and they would have to cash it for you. Wow! And we went ahead, and that's how I actually started. And um, within the first seven days, uh, I brought in about eight thousand dollars in sales Whoa. at twenty-five dollars a pop.
0: Amazing! And
1: so, really, I mean, when you think about it, everything, was kind of going against me, but we, I still managed to actually do that. And and so that kind of sold me very, very quickly on the power of the Internet because it was people that I didn't know. They didn't know me. They had no idea who I was, but yet they were willing to give me the check-and-check check routing information uh, over the Internet in exchange for something as simple as putting a link on my website. And eventually time went on and uh, essentially... Other people were able to automate that process because every time someone sent me twenty-five dollars, I had to go back and edit a web page, add the link manually, and it was very, very difficult to do. I mean, today, I mean, I could hire uh, you know someone to create me a little tiny program that would do that automatically, wow. and it would be no problem whatsoever. But at that time, it was all it had to be done by by hand. So uh, that, that little business, that first little business I started, went away very quickly. And sure enough, it wasn't going to last too long on AOL, running on an AOL personal web page. Uh, but that was my first entry into the Internet. And shortly after that, about six months later, uh, one of the things I found fascinating about the Internet, uh, even at that time, was that there was a lot of free things, uh-huh. uh, meaning free Internet access. you get free Internet access if you're willing to look at a few banners. You could get uh, free calendars, free bookmark uh, deals, and free books. I mean, there, people were giving away a lot of free stuff. And so everything that I found for free, I kind of saved in my bookmarks because I found it very interesting. And I had this great idea one day sitting there, and I said, Well, if I think that this is cool, I bet that other people would probably think that these free things that I found, and I had probably about six or 700 bookmarks at that time, uh, I, think if, I think other people would probably find these cool as well, too. So maybe I should put these bookmarks uh, together and on a web page and actually sell access to them. And that was, I didn't know at the time, but I was going to ultimately create a membership site. Wow. And so I went ahead and um, I put them all together and I put them onto a, a website, uh, categorized them, and then I sold access to it for $110 per year. Just my bookmarks. Remember, that's what they were purchasing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And the, it, was kind of a, it was really interesting at that point because I had advanced a little bit as far as technology goes. I understood a little bit more uh, about how the Internet worked and how the, the business side of making a web page work. I actually had my own domain name at that time. And I went ahead and started marketing this. And the first day, I got a few sales. And the second day, I had about 100 sales. So now I'm thinking, 100 sales at $110 a piece, that's like $11,000. Well, wow. then all of a sudden, the first week, I had about 1,000 sales. So now, again, one week, $110,000 or so, roughly, that I brought in. Then all of a sudden, it went crazy. Everyone started purchasing. People started referring other people to it. And we, I, was, I started crashing my server, left and right, meaning that, I would literally go through my account, and, and, re, and, and, and the server would be down literally every 30 to 40 minutes. And my hosting company finally called me and said, hey, you have to get your own dedicated server because you're getting way too much traffic. So I, I, I had them set me up and had to move everything over, and I was getting, in some days, 2 to 3 million visitors per day. Wow! <clears throat> to this website. It was really one of those true viral type of websites that went out. Uh, and I had no idea really what I was doing, but it was working. And after all of a sudden done, in 12 weeks, I generated $4.2 million in sales.
0: I have a question. Yeah. You did all this, and it's amazing. I'm wondering, though, because of the Internet in that time, and at that time period, how many hours did you have to work? <laughs> to get oh, all that.
1: Oh, it was definitely a lot. I mean, that mm-hmm. this was I we had automated everything at that point. Mhm. Uh we had it pretty much automated um I wasn't doing a lot of advertising or anything like that. Um it was all pretty much just word of mouth. Mhm.
0: Um
1: so it really didn't take as much time as you would probably think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, even at that time because again it was automated people would sign up. I knew enough that there was software that would handle it. Mhm. And, uh, I knew enough that it, I could automate the whole process and I didn't have to touch it when an when a order take came in. Uh, <clears throat> so that was, uh, so that's kind of what happened. But the, 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 the other part of the story, the, the not so happy ending to the story, I guess you'd call it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is the fact that after, at 12 weeks, the reason why I say it all happened in 12 weeks is because in that 12th week I received a phone call from my merchant account company. He said, Mr. Morin, you have processed too much money in too short a period of time. <laughs> And uh, we're going to have to shut down your merchant account. Wow. And, and they sent a private investigator uh, to in- investigate me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sat down with the private investigator, and when I got done, the private investigator actually bought access to the site. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: but even so, it didn't really matter. The, the merchant account company still shut me down anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that venture kind of ended abruptly, but that also sent me on the quest where really everything started. And the reason why I say everything started, because now I understood, I knew the power of the internet. Oh, here is the other part to that story, though, is that the merchant account company also went into my bank account and took out half the money that I had. They literally just went right into the bank account without contacting me, and they actually went and took out $2.1 million. Now, I had affiliates that were promoting this product for me as well, too, so let's just think of what just happened. I brought in... $4.2 four point two million dollars. The merchant account company took half. I had to pay the affiliates. The affiliates took half. So there I was, proof with one hundred percent solid proof that the internet works and, and probably one of the very first early success stories on the internet as a whole. And there I was with zero money. Again. Wow. <laughs> so but now I had I had a really good idea of what was happening. I knew this could work and then I went ahead and, and I started moving forward A little bit more but I had one big issue I had to solve first and that was I need to be able to process credit cards. If I can't process credit cards, then I'm not really going to do too much on the internet at all. So I collected all these uh, websites that would allow you to process credit cards uh, at that time using their merchant account, basically meaning a third-party merchant. Uh, You know, like a ClickBank today or a PayPal today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Back then there was a lot of other companies that would let you do something similar uh, to these other companies. So I put this all together, and I said, "Well, if I need this information, I'm sure other people would. As I did my research, I found out that a ton of other people weren't ready for a merchant account, and if they weren't ready for a merchant account, then they needed a way to process credit cards as well. Mm-hmm. So I figured if I could put this into an ebook, then this would be great. But the fact is is that the ebook, in order to create it, I needed what's called ebook software. And uh, as a result of that, I uh, looked around all, the in there on, all over the Internet uh, for ebook software, and I bought every one that existed because much of it did part of what I wanted it to do, but it didn't do everything. It did okay. a little, the next one did a little bit more, but it didn't do everything. And so I, I looked at all of this, and I, made the, I said the phrase that I think a lot of people do when they're frustrated. I said, if, if someone could create a software that did everything that I wanted it to do, and they put that up for sale, I bet you they'd make a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I started thinking, I said, well, why can't I do it, aside from the fact that I don't know how to program? Wow. And, and I said, well, let me do it. I said, well, I, I can't, there's no reason why I can't get someone else to do it for me. So I went ahead and I started looking for people that could program. And I found a person, uh, actually a company uh, in Czechoslovakia that could program. And I hired them to create me my ebook software. And uh, and that's how I created my first software product for the Internet, which was my ebook generator product, and that allowed me to compile my first ebook uh, and out there as well too. So there was a lot of things that happened, and that led me to the next. And then from the, my first ebook software, my customers started asking me questions: How do you make a header graphic? How do you create a pop-up? How do you do this? How do you do that? And it just led me to create a whole series of software products on the internet, wow. and, and and that's how I really uh, got started online.
0: I was wondering, from that uh, first uh you know inquiry to the internet in uh, ninety six and uh, all these twists and turns that you you had, yeah. were you one of the early ones to own your own domain name
1: no no there there was a huge wave of uh domain name uh buying and speculation that happened uh basically in nineteen ninety four to nineteen ninety five that grabbed up all the big and good domain names.
0: Yeah, I I talked with someone, and in fact, I interviewed a billionaire, and another person, Uh, both of them were approached in, get this, 1988. Yeah. And they told them, and, and, and this is before they, they made their billions, and yeah. they're like, well, there's this new thing called the Internet, and you need to buy a domain name. And they were just looking at each other like, domain name, what the heck is that? Yeah. <laughs> why, do, why do we need this? And they offered them at that time a share in these domain names. They said, "People are gonna, this is going to be really hot. People are going to buy these names, and if they buy these names and you come in early, you'll be able to get some of the profits. Well, they turned it down. <laughs>
1: and that, yeah, I mean, and um, now they're kicking themselves like, whoa. Oh, what did we do? Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of friends of mine that that had gotten uh, earlier in and got their got domain names. I mean, for example, John Reese uh, mm-hmm. at one time owned ship dot com and owned a lot of one word domain names, and he made a fortune actually just selling them off uh, mm-hmm. to, other, to other big companies.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what happened with them. They they weren't willing to look outside the box of what they already. Were doing, but you were always willing to at least explore other possibilities. And I was wondering, from that early salesperson, were you always entrepreneurial?
1: Um, You know, I would have to say, in a way, yes, in a way, no. I mean, from the very early on stages in my life, um, I always was looking for other ways and alternative ways to make money rather than the norm, than what other people were doing. I knew there was outside ways of doing it, and I knew that people were obviously creating wealth. The question was, how to do it, and, and what was the process behind it, and was that same process available to me? Mm-hmm. Meaning, was there a barrier to entry? Was there, a, for example, a money barrier in some cases? In most businesses, offline, there is a money barrier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to have some sort of startup capital in, in order to get started, whether it be a couple hundred dollars or whether it be uh, you know a couple thousand dollars, depending on what type of business that you're getting ready to start. Um, so, was I always looking for other ways to make money? The answer is absolutely yes. Did I succeed with any of that? Pretty much no, up until I actually got on the internet. In or well, the first business I started was a success, but and still, I don't really consider that part of my let's say my internet story, so to say.